guys welcome back to another episode thank you guys for joining me today i wanted to dedicate this episode specifically for all the moms i hope you guys were celebrated this weekend i hope that you were made felt special because you truthfully truthfully are only we know the responsibilities we carry the anxieties we carry the fear that we carry about being moms if we're doing it right if we're doing it wrong um about all the times that we lose our shit the times that we snap at our kids the times that we are you know just not up for it the days that we literally just give them chicken nuggets (laughs) and macaroni and cheese like because we just we have so much on our plate our mind occupies most of our day with all the things that we think about all the possibilities that can happen and you know other moms truthfully understand that and I really wanted to dedicate this episode for all the moms because honestly whether you're a stay-at-home mom or you're a you know working mom a single mom or not a single mom whether you have one kid or multiple kids we go through a lot every single day like we love what we do we love being their mothers we love our children endlessly but we really just go through it like it's not an easy job and i think for a long time i mean even till now people don't voice the difficulties because if you grew up in a household like mine where my hispanic mother just seemed to have all her shit together and she just was able to cook and clean and do everything that she needed to do and like you know you see them and they're like how the hell did you do all that like i can't even keep my house clean like what the heck but there's a lot of things that i learned that were missing um from having that mother that dedicated herself to her household and like you know making sure that everything was done correctly um there was other things that lacked but i'll get into that a little later Um, but we're so hard on ourselves like we we judge ourselves we criticize ourselves because we just can't have the house spotless clean and our hair done and our makeup done and be that like very peaceful and soothing mother all the time like that's not real life you know I think social media has a lot of influence to think that that's what regular moms do and honestly there are moms who are like that who can like get shit done and handle all of it but that's not our reality you know that's that shouldn't be our expectation for ourselves we should just be okay with we got through the day and we're good you know and there's days where we're gonna have a little bit more energy to do the extra shit and there's gonna be a lot of days where we don't and it's absolutely okay i think that at the end of the day as long as our kids know that we're there for them and that we love them unconditionally and that they can trust us i think that's like winning it doesn't matter if your kids got you know arts and crafts done today or not you know it doesn't matter if they did their you know yoga that day or not like those things are just obviously they're beneficial and like we should set some time aside for our children's development and um for their you know well-being but if you're just having one of those days where it's like you know bare minimum type of day where it's like you know fast food a little happy meal a freaking quesadilla you know for dinner or whatever and call it a night like that's okay like don't 
be so hard on yourself just remember that it's just a moment in time it's just one afternoon it was just one bad day it's not forever and for all the moms that do go above and beyond that do have it all together and are able to maintain a household and you know go to work and still provide healthy meals and so much attention to the, your kids like absolutely kudos to you make sure that you're rewarding yourself that you're giving yourself the credit that you deserve um make sure that you set some time for yourself as well and don't be ashamed for being a mom that has her shit together like you know yes maybe you don't relate to a lot of other women who are struggling on a day-to-day basis but that doesn't mean that you have to feel guilty or bad for having your shit together if you're just one of those moms that's absolutely thriving be super super grateful because there's a lot of moms that can barely get themselves you know ready for the day you are an incredible woman do not let anybody take that from you and be happy that you're just a badass bitch (laughs) we're all badass bitches guys okay we're all amazing it doesn't matter if we do the bare minimum or we do all the extra shit we are all absolutely amazing never ever forget that okay so let's get started with the episode i kind of split it up into different like segments if you will um the episode i I don't I keep having in mind like our daughters. It really works for our sons as well. And I know that I'm saying a lot about, you know, being mothers, being mothers, but if you're a dad and you're listening to this, you more than anyone can take a lot of notes, especially when it comes to women like raising our daughters. Um again, it could be applied to both our daughters, our sons. But you know, there's certain things that boys thrive in and girls need a little bit more help with and vice versa so mainly i was like when i was working on the episode i kept thinking of like raising girls and women empowerment and all that stuff but if you still want to stick with the episode you can and just take it and apply it so that if you do have a daughter or in the future you have one or if you have only a son and you want to learn from it and apply it with him as well by all means, take the episode as needed, however it works for you, and let's get started. So the main purpose of this episode is to teach us parents um, how to help our children develop confidence, to feel empowered, and to be independent individuals. And there's a lot of things that help reaching that type of confidence and empowerment especially within our daughters um and it really starts with us and one of the biggest things i feel is role models is who is around our daughters our sons what are they learning from them we always have to know that children especially like when they're smaller they're literal sponges they absorb everything they see everything and even though we think oh they're kids like oh they don't even understand they're listening and they're paying attention and we need to be very very careful about what we have around our children it is a critical factor especially in girls because we're just very like emotional we just like feel everything and we're just 
always in our fields, <laughs> basically. And we observe a little bit more than boys. Boys are a little bit more like they don't care about the details as much. But with women, it's a little bit more like we're more sensitive to a lot of things. So providing them with positive role models is a must. Girls need to see and interact with other girls who are positive, who are loving, who are kind. It is key to set them up to success. I think it's really important for our girls to see not just us, but other women who are successful. Let them see other women thrive, even if it's not you who's thriving. Even if you're a stay-at-home mom, that doesn't mean that you're not successful. You are just in a different way. But it's also important for them to see other women who are chasing their dreams, who are creating businesses, who are, you know, graduating from university, who have their degrees. All of that is beneficial for them, even if it isn't you the one doing it. Now, if you're a stay-at-home mom, trust me, you don't have to feel unsuccessful, okay? You don't have to feel like you're not accomplishing anything in life and that you don't have anything to show to your children, you very much can show your children what success is even if you don't have you know employment or you don't have an income coming in be successful by teaching your children that you are a supportive person that you are an encouraging woman that you are there for others and that you are supportive and you're not always criticizing or bringing down other people or other women just because they're at a higher position than you teach them what it is to be neutral teach them what it is to be the same that we are all the same that no one is better than another person just because they have this or this or that doesn't make them better than than us it is so important guys for us to teach our children as our as their role models to not be judgmental and to not criticize other women or other people to not bring other people down that's like the ugly side of us and we don't want our children to see that because then that passes on to them and when they're in a critical age like teenagers it's very easy for them to learn to be negative about not just themselves or their bodies but also about other women and it's so unhealthy for them to see us constantly bringing ourselves down or being negative not loving ourselves not empowering ourselves kids learn by example we need to be empowering ourselves I have struggled with that for years and now that my daughter is getting older, I'm just like, I cannot be saying these things in front of her. I cannot be saying like, oh, I need to lose weight or teaching her that I'm not a happy person because I don't like the way that I look. And I realized the importance of me being a positive influence on my daughter. I've learned that she needs to learn to advocate for herself, something that I've always struggled with. And I've been working on that so much and even with my boys as well for them to advocate for themselves that that's not just a woman thing that men also are able to advocate for themselves if they don't like a certain thing then it's a no and they don't have to sit there and tolerate disrespect either so providing them with good role models is key and it starts with us always always starts with us we need to teach them the things that we know um in a healthy way because there's so many problems in the world guys there's cultural difficulties there is 
um, ethnicity difficulties, there is gender stereotypes, like there's so many things that they're going to have to struggle with. And at least if we have them that root foundation of empowerment and like positivity and encouragement between each other, that's already like a one step closer to them being great people. So the next thing that I want to talk about in more depth, I kind of touched on it a little bit, is building our children's self-esteem. I feel like it's absolutely crucial for our girls and our boys too because that really determines how they're going to carry themselves into their teenage years and into their adult years. And for boys, it's a whole different type of pressure than it is for girls. I don't think one is more than the other. I, I think they're equally important. And, you know, for boys, it's just there's other kids who are a little bit more advanced than they are and then once they start reaching like their teen years and they start to you know go through their hormone phases and they start finding out about sex and all those things it gets really difficult (laughs) and for girls it's the same thing i think once they start reaching especially their teen years they are facing crazy amounts of pressure especially now because social media is just on another level so that society expectation is absolutely bizarre and it just gets crazier and crazier and this is when it's crucial since no matter how old your child is right now it's crucial to build their self-esteem to show them that they don't have to conform with what society wants them to be that they don't need to have you know big boobs and a big butt to be beautiful like we need to teach them at a young age that they need to love their bodies no matter what because it's unique because it's theirs because god gave them that specific body and i know it's easier said than done believe me i know that but as i start to see my daughter grow up and I see her shy away from her own personality because she's just an extremely shy person. It reminds me of me when I was younger. I used to be a super, super shy little girl. And like literally if my parents were like, oh, you know, this is our daughter Maria. I was probably like seven or eight. I would literally like hide behind my dad because I was just so shy. But I remember like feeling deep down inside like I wanted to say hi. I just didn't know how i just didn't feel confident enough to just even say hello and as i grew older it got difficult because i would do things to fit in that weren't really true to who i was and especially when i got to high school and i started getting a little bit more attention in a different way because in elementary school i got attention by being bullied (laughs) that was the only type of attention attention that i would get and when i got to high school it was like Ooh, Liz's little sister. Have you seen Liz's little sister? Like she has a big butt and blah, blah, blah. So I started getting attention in a different way. Obviously, it felt better than being bullied. So then I started, you know, behaving in ways that weren't true to me. Like I got in a fight. I don't fight. (laughs) I'm like the least confrontational person in the world. But in that moment, I felt the pressure 
of having to do certain things and I did things that I'm like I look back and I'm like what the hell was that like you know if I hooked up with a guy in high school I'm like why like what the hell why did I do that but you know you fall into these certain pressures that you end up regretting and how many times did we not like do something stupid in high school whether it was like we fell or we tripped and we're like oh my god tragame tierra like my whole life is over my whole life is ruined I can never go back to school that's the mentality that our children are gonna have when they reach those ages and I realized like if I would have known more about loving myself or having a better self-esteem a lot of things wouldn't have happened to me or I wouldn't have done a lot of stupid mistakes and it kind of goes back to what I said earlier with my mom we learned a lot from her yes she was an exceptional mother yes she always gave us amazing food our home was always clean she took really good care of us yes but there was a lot of emotional neglect we kind of well me i can't speak for my other siblings but i felt really disconnected from my mom like i didn't we had a good relationship because i love my mom and i respect her so much but i just didn't feel a connection with her like i didn't feel a bond with her where i can tell her hey mom i'm being bullied hey mom you know i really like this boy or like hey mom i'm dating this guy who's older than me like i never felt comfortable enough to talk to her about anything i always felt like she was just gonna not understand or it wasn't too like godly enough for her mind you these are just the thoughts that i had in my head or the opinions that i created um towards my mom maybe she would have been open maybe she would have been very understanding and she would have supported me she would have helped me build my self-esteem or how to defend myself more yes maybe all of those things could have happened if i did just spoke with her about it but because there was already nothing established there of me being able to feel comfortable enough to come with my mom there was already a relationship lacking there that's why i didn't and i feel like she could have rose to the occasion now that i'm older i'm like why didn't i tell her if i would have told her my mom would have like gone above and beyond to defend me but in that time mind you i was a kid a stupid kid like you don't think these things you don't think past your age you think just stupid shit and that's just how our relationship was based so it's extremely extremely important guys to teach our children these things i remember i had this friend she's i still talk to her till this day and she just had okay i was stupid kid and um she just had like this amazing body right and mind you I'm like in middle school. Why am I being so observant about bodies? Why am I, you know, wanting a different body other than my own? Well, with my mom, <laughs> it was very much, and it, and it's not just my mom. This is like in every household, you know, la gordita. Like the gordita is always like the less cute one. The flaquita is always the pretty one. Um, my mom wanted me to be a model. She would always say like, oh, tan bonito cuerpo y, y se pone puro sweats and blah, blah, blah. So like my body was always like a thing, you know, and I had this friend and she just had the most beautiful body. She still does. She is absolutely gorgeous. And she had a uh, bigger breasts, right? She had boobs. And 
I was such a little hater that instead of like, I didn't know how to like compliment her or just be like, yes, bitch, like (laughs) your body is amazing. I would talk shit on her boobs because, you know, they were big enough for her to have cleavage that I would make fun of her of having her boobs like all the way up to her cheeks. And I, I've talked about this with her. I've apologized to her and everything. Um, but that's how I came across instead of saying, instead of knowing to just be like, oh my God, you are absolutely beautiful. Again, why did I even care about someone else's body? But that's how we raise our daughters to see what, you know, others have and we don't and criticize ourselves i think it's natural i think every girl goes through that phase but if you don't teach your daughter otherwise in your home at a good age they're gonna fall into that and they're gonna fall into it hard like me to the point where i was criticizing her talking shit making fun of her just because of something that i wish i had and i didn't and instead of praising my friend I was bringing her down and it was ugly, like bad. It was bad. Like I remember when I joined with other girls who also were like me, haters and unkind, we drew pictures of her boobs being all the way up to her cheeks and we were just fucked up. And I, it's one of my biggest like regrets, like to anybody that I went to, you know, uh, middle school, high school with that I was ever mean to, like honestly it was like a different person like that's not who I am it was just that pressure of wanting to fit in and being cool because inside I was lacking so many things it's one of my biggest regrets and I always told myself and I'm gonna try not to cry because honestly I feel so bad but I always told myself that whenever I had a daughter I would make sure that I helped her love herself no matter what she looked like and that she is beautiful just as she is and I see you know my nieces I have so many nieces and I always hope and pray that they truthfully love themselves and that they understand how beautiful they are individually separate from everyone else that they are just amazing that they're beautiful that they are grateful for their bodies for their health that one day All the things that they go through in in high school and in middle school, none of that is going to matter. They're going to become successful women and that they just have to work hard for that and just ignore all the pressures of society. And we need to be helping our children get through those tough moments because they really can make or break you, you know. And a way that we can do that for our daughters, and it's never too late, is by us developing positive self-image, by praising ourselves, our efforts, our achievements, praising their efforts and their achievements. They don't have to be perfect. Perfection does not exist. I was talking about this with my therapist the other day, and I was telling her Mia's perfectionist tendencies, and it's really common in children with autism. This just so happens to be one of Mia's issues with her diagnosis is her perfectionist tendencies. I feel like half of it is autism and the other half is from what she's seen from me um, because I tend to be that way as well. And I'm telling you guys, like as I speak, it's a huge slap in the face of reality for me to work on that. And I'm telling you, but I'm also telling myself at the same time. And 
It's one of the things that I see her struggling with and I was talking about it with my therapist and she tells me instead of just saying, oh my God, yes, that's perfect. You did it so perfectly or you did it beautiful. Um, instead of saying those things, first ask her, did you do your absolute best? And if she says yes and say, then it's then it's perfect. It's just how it needs to be. And it's not just teaching them that they're perfect in their own way it's also teaching them that as long as you did your best then it is perfect or it is the best uh, version that you could have done that and it's helped a lot over the weekend they were outside and they were painting and she made a little mistake and i can tell she was like bothered by it and i asked her mia did you do your best and, I, and she was like yes yes i did my best and i'm like then it's absolutely perfect it's beautiful i love it so much and just encouraging her and i know it gets harder as they grow up and they go into those teenage years where it's like my mom doesn't know shit and i know the world and you know they're all pissy about everything they don't want to spend any time with you they want to be in the room i get it i get that it gets harder and that's exactly what i mean about the parents developing a positive self-image about ourselves women empowerment within ourselves so at least if they don't let us teach them they learn by seeing us and we have to we have to we have to hype ourselves up we have to be in our feels about ourselves and feel strong and feel beautiful and feel encouraged not just to teach them but because that's what we truly are us women <laughs> we're beautiful we're strong we are amazing at what we do and our jobs are never easy we have so many pressures around us and we really are all those things and i really hope that you guys understand that that you guys know that you guys are beautiful and that you guys are exceptional it doesn't matter if you're a stay-at-home mom if you're a working mom it doesn't matter the status at the end of the day you as a person you're beautiful. You're here. You woke up today because God gave you another chance of life to do things that you need to do. You're not done here. You shouldn't feel like, oh, this is just another day. No, you need to feel, I get another chance at life. I get another day to, you know, do something positive today. And if that positive thing is at least just to love yourself, do it. And when you start to love yourself, it will it will rub off on other people. It will start to rub off on our children. And they will learn to love themselves and be confident and be empowered. And that's what we want. We want strong, independent children. We want them to be their best version of themselves. We want them to shoot for the stars and for them to pursue their dream jobs and the futures that they want, the careers that they want. And if we start to help them develop that positive self-image and we do that by praising their best job, their efforts, all the achievements that they have accomplished rather than solely focusing on how they look and their appearance because that's just, they're going to do that themselves. They're the ones that are going to be focused with their appearance. We need to be encouraging them in other ways, not just their bodies, not just how they look, if they have cricket teeth or straight teeth. We need to teach them otherwise. We need to help them focus on their passions, on their hobbies, and push them to work on their future, on their careers. And that's going to help them build their self-esteem and build their confidence for the future that they want to have the next part of this episode is navigating social media social media is good and it's also absolutely horrible <laughs> i know what's 
good for my children so for me personally knowing that my kids are a little bit more sensitive and stuff like that i personally don't allow my children to be on social media um i know for a lot of other people they have you know different opinions other parents have let their kids be on tiktok and they just like monitor what they're watching and stuff like that for me um like there's no social media for my kids whatsoever. I know I'm going to go in through that phase right now because Isaiah is 11. And I already get nervous because most of his friends from school and some of his cousins are on TikTok. And he hasn't asked me f- about it yet. I think he just knows that I'm like, no, <laughs> anti it. And I try to communicate with him why I feel like it's not good for him and I feel like he kind of understands I mean maybe deep down inside he really wants it but I just kind of you know allow him to express himself in other ways and social media is very intense because even though there are platforms where you can express yourself or you can connect with other people you know that's what I use it for I use it for self-expression I use it to connect um, to communicate with other people to encourage to to create positivity that's my way of using social media but there's also the other side of it which you know there's the bullying um, and mainly the negative body images you know nowadays I see these girls that are like in middle school and high school and I'm like what the hell like where did they come out of <laughs> like are there all are all of their moms supermodels or what the hell because the way that we looked back in the day like hell no <laughs> but obviously I know like nowadays girls are more into like self-care and skincare and and it's good that's a good thing you know as, as long as you use it for positivity and you use it in a healthy way that's all good but if our children are using it in a negative way to see what others have and they don't that's when you kind of want to set boundaries and kind of monitor um what they're really watching online because the least thing that you want is for your daughter to look at all these girls that have all these things that they don't and you're constantly bickering with them about i want this i want that well back in my day we didn't have none of that and blah blah blah. you don't you want to avoid that back and forth and it's really hard no one knows your kid as best as you do so you really need to focus on if social media is actually helping your child or if it's making it worse. And if it's making it worse, you need to kind of kick back on letting them be on social media or really dedicate the time to encourage your child to use social media positively and creatively and to use it more for self-expression rather than just observing other people. And it's it's hard guys it's hard if me as a freaking adult sometimes when you're constantly seeing the algorithm of like the same shit over and over again you know it kind of makes you think certain things and that comes from someone that you know has had a hard time loving themselves and being okay with their bodies when you go on social media and you see a certain type of body image and what's there you kind of fall into those pressures and sometimes you lie to yourself you know for a long time i was like i don't 
you know, I'm not jealous of anyone's body. I don't want to look like a certain way, blah, blah, blah. But then I find myself not fully loving myself because I don't look a certain way. So even if you try to bullshit yourself, sometimes it ends up kind of creeping in there. That can happen to anybody. But social media is a whole other monster. It's a different type of world. It's not what it used to be. And we really just need to teach our kids how to use it in a positive way for only self-expression and only to connect not to bully anyone and not to create a negative body image the last thing that i want to talk about on this episode is about empowering our children to speak up it is crucial especially with our girls our girls we often have to teach them to be polite to be accommodating to be kind to be respectful we really want them to be humble and that's all good i agree with all of those things but it's in the way that we teach them because sometimes we think we're teaching them one thing and we're actually teaching them another and teaching them to be humble really hard kind of takes away from them vocalizing a lot of things because if they vocalize their needs their wants their likes their dislikes their boundaries it makes them unhumble it makes them picky it makes them sensitive it makes them delicate and it's really in the way that we teach our kids especially our daughters are i mean the boys too i know this whole episode has been like girls and girls and women and girls and it really can go both ways and don't worry for father's day i have a whole episode for fathers i have the episode for raising boys this one it was mainly for raising girls but you know it can it can go both really it really can but yes empowering our kids to speak up especially in the time that we're in now is crucial we need to empower our kids to speak up for themselves and if they can't stand up for themselves to at least have the communication with us so that we can advocate for them or help them advocate for themselves. We can empower our children by teaching them to be assertive um, in a healthy way and to communicate what they need clearly this skill can be very important especially in situations where our girls are going to face certain problems particularly honestly in the future when they are the only female lawyer when they're the only female doctor in that department and they're faced with discrimination or they are in biased situations they need to learn to be assertive and to communicate and advocate for themselves not just for right now but for the future we need to raise strong and empowering children especially women we have it so hard sometimes in society we are often overlooked we are often treated less than men because men are stronger men are you know men (laughs) so we have it hard at times and i'm not saying men don't have it hard i know that they do but don't worry you'll get your debut you'll get your episode but we already have it difficult and we already have that stigma where a woman who does advocate for themselves is difficult but in reality it's in the way that we teach our children we have to teach them in a positive way they don't need to yell and scream and start fighting and cause a scene just to get their point across they can just speak firmly assertive but not aggressive 
and teach them to read the room to see where they're unwanted where they're going to be disrespected and just learn to set boundaries and kind of just not put themselves in situations where they know it's gonna go south not only will this help them now or in the future in the real world but i feel like this is also going to help them in relationships because often we become the submissive in the relationship the man is the one that leads and that's all good you know i'm all for a man that knows how to lead and be the provider and provide safety but also them not settling for just any guy that wants to be controlling there's a huge difference between a man wanting to provide and take care of his family than from a man who wants to control the situation, control the environment, control the person. Our daughters having that skill of empowerment and advocacy will eliminate a lot of problems from letting a man control her every move, her thoughts, her way of dressing, her way of self-expression. It would help a man fall in love with her for who she truly is and not for what he can have control of. And it's crazy. I remember growing up, I was always told, like, if you don't know how to cook, if you don't know how to clean, you don't know how to be a housewife, like, you ain't shit. (laughs) Your man is not going to want you. No man is going to want you if you don't know how to do the basics, you know. But, of course, I was raised in an environment where a woman stays home and um, does all the housework and, you know, carries the household together and the man just works and provides. And although that's, you know, everybody's personal choice, how they want to, you know, live their life. Nowadays, it's hard to teach our children to be that way because not all women want to stay home i constantly hear and i just heard my mom say this the other day because i was telling her that my son wants to learn how to cook because in case his wife doesn't want to cook or doesn't know how to cook he can feed himself and my mom was like absolutely not if she doesn't know how to cook then no like you cannot be with a woman who does not know how to cook she was like, ¿Para qué la quieres si no sabe cocinar o limpiar? No, tienes que tener una mujer que te cocine, que te limpie, blah, 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 blah. And in my head, I'm like, oh my God, my mom is oblivious to how the world works. Not the image that I'm trying to give my child, but thanks, mom. <laughs> but I get it, you know, that's how women were raised to think and to believe. But my mom fails to understand that women nowadays, um, they are being encouraged to have careers, to be successful, to own businesses, to be entrepreneurs. And of course, I am all for that. You know, I tell my son, you know, when you meet someone and you get married, you may have a wife who has her own career. And if she is you know, working all the time and she is 100% dedicated to her future, her career, her business, Um, she may not have time to cook and clean for you and you may have to help her out or you guys may have to work really hard to hire someone to come in your home and clean. And I also tell him, you may meet a woman who wants to fully give her life to cater to you 
who will want to become a mom and cater herself 100% to her children. So she will want to be a stay-at-home mom and run a beautiful household for you and for your children. But that doesn't mean that she doesn't get to clock out. You also have to give her time for herself. Running a household is not easy. And as a stay-at-home parent, it's a never-ending job. You always feel like you need to be doing the extra because you're not bringing any income in. And a lot of stay-at-home moms tend to feel overlooked, unappreciated. They start to kind of lose themselves because they're always, you know, husband, kids, husband, kids. And the same goes for dads. Sometimes there's stay-at-home dads that um, often fall into depression because, you know, they are raised to be providers and to be the man of the house. And when it's the woman bringing in the income, they feel like, you know, Canelo himself came and uppercut their manhood right out of them (laughs) and it's not like that you know I think life is so different nowadays and it can be different for everybody and I know it's hard you know to fall into those pressures of what society is you know I mean look at the example with my mom like I was like Thanks, mom, for now having me to explain all of this to my kid. And, you know, I I told him afterwards, like, grandma says that because back in the day, that's how life worked. And I am thankful that you are wanting to learn how to cook so that you can look out for yourself. That's the same thing that I will do with my other son and with my other daughter is teaching them the basics for themselves not because they have to do it for someone else. I'm never going to tell my daughter that she needs to learn how to cook and clean because of a man. I'm going to teach her that she needs to cook and clean for herself. Same thing with my boys. It's what I've done. And clearly it works because in my household, you guys know, it's just me. And my son only sees the woman cooking. He doesn't see the man cooking. I mean, I have to give kudos to their dad because when we were together and he was in the house, he helped me a lot, a lot, a lot. You know, often if I had stuff going on, like taking my mom to the doctors and stuff like that, he cooked, he cleaned if he was, you know, off that day or whatever it was. So, yes, that plays a huge, huge part. Um, I give credit where credit is due. So thankfully, you know, my son has that example and I will always encourage that. And it sucks sometimes when our kids have to hear um, comments like that, you know, from people that they really love. But just communicate with them and tell them, you know, it's a different time. I recently saw, um, I think it was a relative that they posted. I can't remember who exactly, but they posted it on their story. And I was like, oh my God, yes, most of you guys know I am a quote ho. (laughs) I love me a good quote and the post that they said something along the lines of like um I can't or it's hard to raise my children how I was raised or it's hard to raise my children how my parents raised me because that world no longer exists and it's so true and putting pressure on our children from traditions that we were raised on 
doesn't really empower them to be their full potential because it's hard. So that's why empowering our children is super important, especially when it comes to communicating their needs and advocating for themselves. It's just going to save them from a lot of, you know, bullshit. Like I would want my daughter to be able to meet a man and say, you know, I don't do this and I don't do this because I am an entrepreneur or I have a full-time business or I have a full-time career and, you know, blah 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 i don't necessarily mean that i won't cater to you but i just like my priority is my business or my priority is my career or vice versa i would want my daughter to say you know i'm the type of woman that would want to fully dedicate myself to my children and to my husband and i am proud of that and you know i may not bring income but i bring a lot to the plate i know what i bring to the plate and i want to be respected for that and that's just the type of person that i am so that's what i mean about empowering now i know there's a lot of fine print to all of that but those are other episodes that i'll get into so i'm gonna close out the episode and just remember you guys we are trying to raise our children um to be the best version of themselves it does require a lot of patience dedication we need to be willing to challenge them to challenge ourselves to grow but all these things are going to help you guys to do that So don't forget to try to be a positive role model to help build their self-esteem. Try to monitor or set boundaries from their social media and to empower our children and teach them to advocate for themselves or to speak up. We are the ones that are going to help our children become confident and independent individuals. So let's focus on that. If you guys have any comments or any questions or anything like that, you guys feel free to message me. My Instagram is tellmeaboutit underscore podcast. If you're not following it, go follow it. And thank you guys so much for joining me today for listening to this episode. I know it was a little bit longer than the other ones, but I hope you guys enjoyed it. And I will see you guys in the next episode. Bye.